It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. All right. It's the Bradfoe Show. All-star, all-star edition of the Baseball Isn't Boring, and, it, and Bradford's not even here for it. It's me taking over for him. And uh, we're joined by Courtney, as always, and then special guest, Brock. How are you doing? Uh, we're good. We're good, man. Yeah, we're really good. Um, yeah, enjoying the day. It's beautiful here in Nashville, so uh, can't complain. When you, when you made your trip up to Boston a couple of weeks ago, was it, did you miss it at all? Like, hey, maybe oh, yeah. I need to move back up. No, I miss it. Yeah, we miss it oh, like every day. Like, that's, that's home for us. That's home away from home. Like, we, we flew in and, you know, rented a car and got on the pike and, and drove past Fenway. The lights were on. They were playing the A's at the time. And, um, you know, we went out to Needham. Like, you know, we stayed with our neighbors out there. So we stayed right back by our house that we lived in for four years. And, um, yeah, it's, it's home. Very familiar place for us. Like, we know everybody. Um, we know all the spots to go. And, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely. I mean, it, we didn't need to go there to, to realize we missed it. But, yeah, we, we miss being up, up, up there. And um, we'll be back plenty. I mean, you, know, you probably don't miss the snow, though. The winter you could probably do without, right? Yeah, you know what? I, um, I actually enjoyed it because I grew there up. There we go. You know, I, I grew up in Texas, so I didn't, I didn't get to experience that growing up. Um, so, for me, it was cool. Like, having the four seasons, you know, seeing the leaves change, fall, the leaves falling. And then the snow, um, you know, for me, that was cool because that's not it's not something I got to experience as a kid growing up. You know, it was it was summer for a long time and then it got cold for a little bit and maybe rain and you might get some ice. Um, the the occasional snowfall that would be gone the next day. But um, for me, the the leaves change and experience in fall experiencing the nothing the, like the te- fall in New England. Nothing. Yeah. Like it. The, the yeah. temperature, the temperature change and then the snow. I uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. So um there's the sho- the shoveling part is if we would have been fun. A, yeah if we would have been a, been there for good i would have invested in a in a snowblower for for uh for sure but um well, you, you, know, you, you got two little boys they that's the that's the upbringing that i had it builds character yeah yeah yeah, yeah. griffin ripkin would definitely end up being the being the, the snow shovelers but yeah. if we got t- if we got too much of a snow i would borrow our neighbor's snowblower and 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 he'd, he'd let me borrow it so um, there were, there were even a few times when I woke up and he was already doing it for us. So, uh, we lucked out, we lucked out with the neighbors we got, we're st- super close to them. Like I said, when we went up there, we stayed with them and, uh, they're, uh, they're like family to us now. So, uh, but yeah, we, uh, we love it up there. We'll be back plenty and, um, it's always going to be home. Now, did you get to any practicing with the Babson team? I did not. You know what? I, you know, I'm super close with, with, uh, with Matt Noon. And uh, we drove by his house one night uh, trying to surprise him. Uh, and he had just left to go to the uh, College World Series. Um, but his youngest son was there, so we said hello, hello to him. We're super close with the Noons. Um, didn't make my, my way to, to Babson, but, uh, but, but Coach Noon, was, he, was, he was out of town while we were there, which was unfortunate because uh, we, we wanted to see them. But um, – I actually, I, I had a buddy that I, I went to high school. The only reason I know that is because he he did a couple of uh, workouts with you during the pandemic over at that field. Oh yeah, yeah, man, we had a good time. So 
Um, we, uh, you know, we weren't allowed at Babson, but we went to uh, St. Seb's and uh, worked out on their turf, their turf field and, and, you know, took ground balls and hit and stuff like that. So um, it was a good spot. Uh, but like I said, man, we got, we, yeah, we know everybody, everybody knows us. So it, it's so much fun to, to go back and, you know, a lot of good memories there. And, um, you know, like I said, we're going to continue to continue to make appearances, but it Love was, that. it was, it was really cool to, uh, to be back and kind of just get to chill and, and, uh, watch a couple games. I got tickets up on the monster one, one night. Very cool. Um, yeah, so it was cool. Courtney, have you, have you ever been on the monster? I have, I actually was, um, the year after you guys won your last world series, I happened to be in Boston when they were giving away the um, replica World Series rings. The 2018 one or 20? 2018. Okay. And I was able to get a replica Red Sox World Series ring. So that's kind of my claim to fame with good old Fenway in Boston. So great. There you go. It's it's awesome. It's it's cool. Can't go wrong with Fenway. We did that, what, last episode we did the stadiums. Uh, This episode, though, we bring on Brock because we're doing some all-star goofing uh 2015 all-star yeah 2015 look there it is i got the jersey right behind me oh no kidding that's awesome that'd make a good backdrop yeah so i got i got uh i got my jersey signed by the whole the whole the whole i don't know if everybody signed it it was it's one of those things where you just put put jersey put it out there and you just let everyone go around everyone goes around yeah everyone goes around signs it so i don't know who all who all did and didn't, but I got, I got a majority of guys. I think for the most part, guys take that pretty serious because it's for, you know, it's for other, you know, other players. So I think pretty much everyone did it, but that's a, that's a cool, uh, cool memento. I got um, the Jersey signed by the, the 2015 team. So, um, but yeah, good memories. You know, that was, that was fun. So. Is that something that, you know, you you had that one appearance, but is it something that's like, it'll stick with you just because of how, I mean, it's, it's the midsummer classic. It's something that everyone kind of you always you always talk about the all-star game, no matter what sport that you're into. I think everyone kind of agrees that the MLB All-Star Game, baseball all-star game is probably top tier amongst all of them. It's probably what people pay attention to most. I mean, NBA, you pay attention to the the skills. I don't think anything gets the airtime that baseball does with their all-star. Yeah, I mean, I think I think competitively it's probably the the most competitive game. Because you can't really, you know, you can't really fake it in in baseball. You know, with football, like they're, you know, the the. Well, I don't even know what they. Really I mean, they don't hit each other. They don't right. play. There's basically touch. You know, in basketball. Mac Jones had like a 90 yard run in exactly. the in the Pro Bowl, and I mean, it was yeah. called back. But I mean, the fact that Mac Jones is dogging it out for 90 yards down the field, it's like kind of tells you. Like flag football. Yeah, football, and then and then basketball is you know they just shoot threes and alley-oop each other and um they don't play defense um you know hockey i'm sure hockey's a little bit harder to fake um i'm sure you you know you can you can let up on defense and stuff but but in baseball you're you know you're pitching the ball and you got to hit it i mean even if a guy tells you what's coming you know 98 miles an hour it's still hard to hit you know so i think the competitiveness um the level of competitiveness in the in the MLB All Star Game is is you know I think it's more competitive than other sports. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I love it. I love the weekend. Um, you know, obviously for guys like me who who you know might make an All Star team one time, it's 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 a you know it's a 
honor to be a part of. And a lot, so much- a lot of guys don't get that one time. No, a lot of, a lot of guys don't. And that's why, you know, I don't take it for granted. Um, you know, but for, for, for the, for the elite players in the game who are there every single year, um, I'm sure it gets a little monotonous and, and, you know, some of those guys might prefer the four days of rest over the, over the game. But for me, man, I got to, I got to go and, and take Lake in and, um, we enjoyed it. It was in Cincinnati. You know, obviously if, if I had my choice, I probably would have picked a different location. I was, I was actually going to ask you, I know that like some guys get to enjoy the, the cities yeah. and everything, but Cincinnati. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously this, this year in LA would have been, you know, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a lot of fun. LA is pretty cool. Um, they, they have some stuff going on there. They got, they got some cool stuff. Um, they got stuff to do there, but, um, uh, but I still enjoyed it. I mean, it was cool. Um, family and friends came out and, um, you know, got to be a part of it and, uh, like I said, something I'll remember forever. Got some cool, you know, memorabilia from the game and um, a lot of memories that I'll have forever. And um, from now on, if anyone looks up the 2015 American League All-Star roster, um, my name will be the right Pinch right ran for Mike Trout. Pinch ran for Mike Trout. Pinch ran for Mike Trout. Stole on Yachty. Stole on Yachty. More of a dirt ball, more of a dirt ball read. Um, you know, good throw would have had me by about five steps, but um kind of short hopped one in there and I snuck in but um and then I had one at bat against a roll this Chapman so he punched he punched me out um pretty pretty easily um you know and I get fun, the funny story about that is you know obviously whenever I found out I made the team um I knew I'd be going in late in the game and I was like all right we're, we're playing in Cincinnati that's when Chapman was still with the Reds yep. I was like he's he's definitely coming in late in the game you know he's their guy you know top closer in the game at the time th- throws the hardest everything like that left on left I'm like I'm I'm facing Chapman for sure you know this is two weeks to leading up to the to the all-star game and and sure enough he comes in and I'm I'm second up I think in the inning and I think me and uh Mike Moustakis got in the bat and and Ned Yost the, the Royals manager who's actually um Mike Moustakis's manager at the time you know with the Royals um he gave might be a bat and then I got it and I remember I think we both struck out um and he was throwing I mean he was throwing 103 104 miles an hour I think and uh, Mustagas comes back to the dugout and he goes appreciate it Skip thanks for that one you know <laughs> um, and I think it took me like four pitches I think I you know foul I think I did get a I think I did get a foul tip on one which was uh which was more than I expected to do but um hey, you that's, know, I, that's, that's <laughs> Chapman at like the peak of his stuff too yeah. Yeah, he was. He went, yeah, he went he was, on a nice run, like the mid twenty tens. I mean, I yeah, I, yeah, that's I still when, I mean, probably I, I, wouldn't be able to hit him. And obviously, right now, like, but oh yeah, he's he's a very intimidating on, on the mound. I mean, obviously, huge Jack specimen Jackson. as it is, but like he just comes at you. He release like it, it feels like he's on top of you whenever he releases the ball. It's like as a left handed hitter, in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, well if he if he lets this ball go just a little sooner than he wants to like i'm not gonna be able to get out of the way I, that's a projectile coming right at you yeah, yeah so that so that kind of creeps in the back of your mind and 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 once you're the once you're thinking that you're you're kind of out so uh but uh he's he's had a good career so i mean that's cool just to say i faced him you know obviously being a cincinnati red being in cincinnati he was he was probably fired up the fans were pumped whenever he came running in the field so um and then i caught the last out of the game so um Cool, cool memories, cool memories that I'll have, I'll have forever. And, um, yeah, it's just something cool that, 
that I can say that I did in, in my career, and I'm I'm proud of it. And um, you know, like I said, I think they elite players that that go every year. I think probably they would they would maybe prefer the the four days of just family time or just being you know being at home and 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 hanging out and and getting the rest. But um, did you ever you know, did you ever hear anything from like like David? like that i mean like ortiz was going almost every year and yeah he i mean was there that year as well yeah i mean you hear it i mean you see it you know you see some guys who who continually make it just say hey i'm, I'm not going i'm going to stay home with the family yep. and i you know i get it i get it you know i'm sure you know obviously everybody wants the best players there um but you know baseball is every every single day for you know 180 days 162 games in 180 days like to get four off when you've played you know I mean, they're, they're a little over halfway now, you know, so they've played 80, 90 games already to give four days of rest and, and to, to, to kind of recharge and reset, like those, it's important. And, um, you know, so you, you see it today, like guys just, nah, I, I think I'm just going to go home and spend time with the family. Um, which, which, I mean, completely understandable. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I, you know, I know probably some fans are, you know, they want to see, you know, the best guys, but you got to kind of, uh, kind of put yourself in their shoes and, and understand that, that, you know, they're trying to prepare themselves and, you know, the all-star game is important, you know, but it's not, you know, what's important is, is being ready and, and healthy. Hey buddy, I'm, I'm talking, man. I'm talking. <laughs> put him on, put him on. Yeah. Buddy, I don't know. I'm talking. Okay. Um, yeah, so I don't Spend, know spending I, time I, with the family I, important. Spending time, yeah. With the- well, spending time with the family is important, but also like just being prepared to to play the second half of the season for your team, for your organization, and putting that putting yourself in the best position to 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 be the best that you can yep. um, to to make a run at, at at making the postseason and and going deep into the playoffs. And that's you know that's what everyone plays for. So um, yes, the All Star Game is important, but you know the the everyone's main objective and and reason they play is to to Get make the postseason the and, yep and and to to go deep into the postseason and 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 win the world series so. so hey rob bradford here you guys know i'm always up for a good mvp story and one of the best stories is wasabi technology wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams including 20 major league baseball teams like the red Sox and nhl teams like the bruins and vancouver canucks even the liverpool football club is getting in on the wasabi action so why is wasabi the mvp well wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the amazons of the world are charging in fact wasabi is up to 80 percent less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from wasabi's ai enabled intelligent media storage wasabi air to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals data deletion and ransomware wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data wasabi another boston-based champion Championship team. Courtney, I actually, so speaking from the fan perspective, when you see, you know, someone like Tim Anderson, who's had his injury, like struggles this year, yep. and he's obviously he's climbing up the ranks and the fan voting and everything. Is there any part of you that's just kind of like, hey, like, don't make it this year, just take like that, take the break? 
especially this year, he needs the four days. You know, he hasn't, he's had a tough stretch. It's been about a month for Tim's where he's been a little shaky in the, in the defensively um, at, you know, his at bats have been very shaky. He's, I actually said this the other day on my White Sox podcast, he needs, he's a guy that needs a few days of rest. You can just tell he's laboring. He's not all there. Um, but at the same time, from a fan's perspective, seeing Tim, he's our only representative. Dylan C's kind of got screwed. Um, that's for another topic for another time. Yeah. You know, he's our only representation. So from a Sox perspective, White Sox perspective, that's cool to see a guy being represented on our team. And Tim, who really is, like you said, going up the ranks, he needs more exposure. You know, he's one of those guys that doesn't really get enough credit for the excitement he brings during normal. Oh, I, I disagree with that big time. I think really? he gets more credit than Xander, and Xander's the better shortstop. I, okay, yeah, maybe <laughs> compared to those two, I, would, I wouldn't disagree with that. But um, both those guys are very, very underrated, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I, I, you don't hear a lot from, you know, about Tim. I mean, obviously, he, he plays a great shortstop. He's, he's a, you know, he's competing for a batting title every single year. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, I think it, maybe it's because he plays for the White Sox. I don't know. But, um, you know, if he plays anywhere else, you know, in a bigger market, you know, he probably gets a little bit more attention. But, yeah, the, the Bogarts thing boggles me every single year. It's like everyone talks about all these shortstops and he's never mentioned in, in, in any of them. It's because Boston fans are so apathetic to the voting process. We Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. Voting. Well, I think so. I mean, I've there's been times where, you know, I – and that, that's the thing that, that I, I get, I get the fan voting um, for the starters. Like I, the, you know, you want to, you want the fans to be involved in the game. You want the fans to, to the, the people, the players that they want on the field. You want those, you're, you're going to get more spectators. You're trying to market, this is your trying, opportunity yes. to market your game beyond yes. just the yep. fans. So it's, yes. you want the fans but, to share what they like. But as a, as a player, and I think every player would tell you this, like, the best player at each position should start the game, regardless of its, regardless of its, you know, the fan vote. I mean, like Bogarts wasn't even in the top. No, two. and like that bothers no, me so much. Yeah, he had no chance to start. Like Tim Anderson, I, I think Tim Anderson is is one of the top shortstops in the game. Like I have no problem with him starting the game. Yep. But Bo, but Bobachet being the other one, he's got a whole country voting for him. Exactly. Yeah. You know, year in and, and like, year you, out, you always see and, that. And Bobachet is a great player. But yep. his number, his numbers are not worthy of starting over a guy like Xander, a guy like Tim. You know, so I, you know, I get it. I get the the fan aspect and voting for those guys because that's how you market them. That's how you you get people more people involved in watching the game and being a part of it. But um, I think as a baseball player, as a baseball fan, I guess too, like I want to see the best, and I feel like the best player at each, each position should play and 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 i mean it should be a kind of a numbers driven thing you know if like like the the, the fact that austin riley is not is not a is a, not a all-star in the national league like yep. i mean it there's i mean it, it happens every year people get snubbed yeah you know people it, get it, snubbed. i think it's because of like you have i, I actually really don't know what it is because the royals are like notorious for sending guys all the time and yeah, Andrew Benatendi broke. actually Benatendi finally got his vote yeah, because we couldn't send it. him yeah. in what, 2018. Well, yeah, he was he was the final vote, and you're thinking like, okay, I think it was him, you know him against some small market. I think it might have been Mike Mustakis one year from the Royals. Yes, yeah. and like he just absolutely like 
he got so many more votes than Benny. And you're thinking, like, how is a guy from Kansas City getting more votes from from a guy who's helping the Boston Red Sox, you know, do what they're, you know. I it's, feel like Benny has I, a really, like, passionate fan base, though. I mean, they if, if you – go ahead. Go ahead, Brock. No, go, yeah, go. I think Benny, especially whenever he's in Boston, like, I mean, Benny was, you know, super popular. Like, I mean, yeah. everyone – Everyone loved him. Like he had billboards in Boston. Like, I mean, he's getting beat out by. We some... did. We did the hair giveaway one game. Yeah, I know, man. And and yeah, and I, I don't know why that is. I think I think the Red Sox fans would just rather their team be good. And and you know, we also love yeah. being miserable. So maybe it's just like, why are we concerned with All Star voting when we're maybe like a game back from first place? Right. Yeah, I mean something something, but um. And maybe, you know, maybe Kansas City, they get all, you know, they get all the people from the, from the middle of Midwest. the country. Yeah. Yep. That, you know, um, but, but yeah, I mean, people get snubbed every year, but I, yep. you know, the, the fan vote for the starters is just, it's, it's a popularity contest. And it is. I mean, I, lo- I, I looked at, the, I mean, I think this year is pretty good, you know, as far as like the guys who are starting, I think most of them deserve to be starting. Um, but there's some, there's a few times where it's this guy's, Guys will trickle yeah. in, and you're just kind of scratching your head. You know, no disrespect to those guys, but no, they're like, they're how, all great how players. How did they end like, up here? They deserve to be all stars. They just, you know, maybe maybe come in for the guy who should be starting. You know, do you think there should be like players have a weighted vote, or like players and managers? Like a ballot goes around to all of them. I, I, yeah, I mean, and I think you know, we, obviously, I, we vote um, for who we think should be all stars. Like we have vote, um, but I don't necessarily, you know. It, it's you know I think it helps get guys in, but um, yeah I mean I, I, I personally I think so I mean I think players and managers should be voting for the the starters, but that's just not you know it's it's more of the the All Star game is more of a something for the fans yeah it's know? a showcase I, of the league yes yeah so I mean I I get the why they do it the way they do it and and you know that's who the people want to see. Um, but it, it does it does turn into a little popularity contest, and um, you know sometimes the best players at at the position don't don't get that chance to start. I mean that's a big deal starting an all star game, you know. So, um, but I mean I think I think for the most part they get the right guys in the game, and and the guys who should be there are there um, with the with the you know occasional snub, um, and sometimes it's a big it's a big snub, you know, but. Um, Dylan yeah, Steve, yeah, Dylan Steve, yeah, <laughs> Dylan, back he's a, yeah. No, I mean he's an, he's another one, you know, and and hopefully, you know, most of the time, you know, these this last series, you get guys, you know, maybe tweak something or or guys back out, and and they add those guys who deserve to be there. Um, and I'm sure Dylan Cease, and I mean, I keep going back to Austin Riley, yeah. Austin Riley, like, um, those guys deserve to be there, you know, and and you just hope some somehow some way that 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 they get they get invited and um uh to showcase their talents and and, and call themselves an all-star too you know so not not to i want to transition away from bashing the all-star game too much so real quick courtney what's what has been your favorite all-star game memory and then i want to hear if brock from a player perspective if you've ever like during your experience if like there was some type of thing that you had growing up watching the, that game and like you kind of lived that out you know like dang like that's pretty cool 
So in 2003, um, the White Sox actually got a chance to host the All-Star Game. Very cool experience. I happened to be there. Um, at the time, it was called U.S. Cellular Field, um, which White Sox fans prefer. <laughs> um, and the cool thing about that actual game, besides the fact that we were hosting it, Esteban Loaiza, who had just a phenomenal year with us that particular year, I think he won 21 games. He actually ended up starting that game, which, again, as a White Sox fan, kind of knowing a little bit about our history, you know, that's unheard of for us. So really cool experience to be at the All-Star Game. White Sox are hosting it. White Sox pitcher is starting the game. Very cool experience. Never forget it. Um, that's probably a top memory for me by far. Hometown guys always get the pop, and it's awesome. Always. always. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for, a, for a Clayton Kershaw start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, like that's a, it's an obvious choice, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, that would be pretty cool, you know. Obviously, what he's meant to to the Dodgers and and um, the game of baseball in general, like Hall of Famer. I think starting starting the All Star game for in your home stadium would be pretty special for him. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of hoping for that. I'm, I I don't see any other scenario. I mean, I I, I don't think you. You can I mean, pick someone else. At the at but, the very least, he gets an inning, which I think is it's normal now just yeah. for the starter to get one inning. Yeah. Um, but I, that has to happen. My other my, my only other thought was just the Mookie pop pop this year will be pretty. It'll kill me. I'll be there for it. Yeah. But I mean, to see Mookie Betts play like home stadium All Star game, home stadium Dodgers. Yeah. Come on, can't beat that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it's cool. It's cool for those guys. I've talked to Mookie a lot. He's trying to get me to go to L.A. for for the game. Man, get um, out I told, there! Absolutely. I told him. I, I said, "Send the uh, send the private jet to Nashville, <laughs> and, I, and I'll and I'll hop on it." You can afford like, it. Like, you, you got. You say you got to come hang out. Like, come to my party. That's all right. Rob's got he's a probably, spot. I'm staying with him. Probably, he's probably th he's probably throwing a party. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for him. I, I know he's gonna have. Uh, you know, he's gonna have a good time, and um, you know, be, being a home. You know, getting to start. You know, Dodger Stadium. You know. It's gonna be cool. So I got a lot of a lot lot of buddies. You know, I'm Benny's going for the first. I was about time. to say you you've got a you've got a good resume out there. I don't I'm, know why you're I'm, not going. I'm I'm pumped for him. Um, Jose Trevino got got a got a his first All Star game. He's one of the best guys around. Um, you know, getting to play with him last year with Texas. So I texted him and congratulated him. I'm pumped for him. Um, so I'm excited for a lot of these guys, man. It's 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 so cool to to see guys work so hard and, and, you know, you know, it means so much to mean so much to, to, to some guys. So it's, it's, it's very cool to see. Um, Cause I know how much it meant to me whenever I was told that I made it and, you know, got to experience it. So it's cool to see other people get to get that feeling as well. Uh, and so to, to piggyback off of what Courtney was talking about with, you know, favorite like experience or something that you witnessed as a fan, uh, was there something that, you know, you might've come across while playing and like, you had that memory of like, wow, like, like, damn, I, like, I, I had to watch something like this as a kid and that's something I aspired to do. And now I'm here. Like, what yeah. Was I, mean, that I, moment? I mean, I think, uh, just being, I, I was a, I was a big fan of the Homer and Derby growing up, like loved watching the Homer Derby on TV. Um, and the, obviously the one at Yankee stadium with Josh Hamilton, um, stands out for me. Like I was a big Texas Ranger fan. So, um, to see him, you know, hit 28. Home runs in the, yeah, Mashing. it was, that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, and then, you know, Michael Young went in, um, all-star MVP when the, when the game was in Pittsburgh. Um, I think he hit a, like a couple RBI triple or something. And, 
uh, he was my favorite player. Um, so I think those two two moments of being a being a Rangers fan, watching those guys succeed, but the home run derby was always a, a must watch for me. And Josh Hamilton put on the show, and yeah, he won the home run. He didn't win the home run derby, but he won the home run derby. You know, um, and then I think just being there on the field at the home run derby in, in Cincinnati was cool. Todd Frazier won it. That I was about year. to say another hometown pop. Yeah, that so that was, that was a good and, home run derby. Yeah, that was a that was a good homer, and I think that was the first year that it was the timed the timed one. Which is I so believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It it is. Um, and I mean, obviously, watching Todd Frazier do it, um, I think his brother pitched to him, which was yeah. cool. Like, and just the 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 crowd just going like all they all they cared about was Todd Frazier hitting home yeah. runs. Like he, I mean, he would pop a ball up, and the place would go nuts because it went in the air, you know. So. Um, you know, I think just being such a big fan of the home run derby, watching it on TV and then getting to sit, you know, sit there on the, on the field and, wa- and watch it happen and, and play out. And obviously you see Todd Frazier win it at his home ballpark in front of his home fans. was pretty cool. So are you, are you pulling for Seager this year? Ranger guy? Yeah. So I, you know, I've, I've looked at the field and I've got, a, I've got, you know, Seager would be cool. Cause it's, he's going back to the LA. I think that would be a cool, a cool thing. Um, you know, you got Pujols, like that would be cool to see. Yeah. Um, Soto's a former teammate, so I'll be rooting for him. Um, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of wanting somebody to dethrone Pete, though. Really? Uh, yeah. I so I, I, I think he's developed into that like anti-hero home run derby guy, especially they, they, after last yeah. year. Oh, people love watching him, and I'm one. Of, I'm a person that I, I, I'm just. I'd rather see somebody else win, you know. Um, so, you know, I think I'm. I think I'm be rooting for Schwarber. Okay, I think I'm going Schwarber. I think he, he's a good pick. Um, and and Pete's Pete's up against Acuna, Acuna the first round, and I I got to watch Acuna take BP uh, in spring training this year, and he's got I mean something else. Oh, he misses balls to to right field that you know that are way gone. So he's he's pretty special. Um, like you, you obviously you see, you know, you hear people all the time say it sounds different off his bat, but like it sounds different off his bat, and it's like it, like it explodes. The ball explodes off his bat. Like he'll he'll miss a ball, like I said, to right field, opposite field, and you know it'll it'll be fifteen rows back. So um, it's gonna be a good but, run derby, especially. I mean, I so when Poolhouse came to Fenway, I got to watch some of his batting practice, and I know he's not having like the home run season and everything. But that dude can still swing it. Yes, he can. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, flies I mean, off his bat. Yeah. Like for for me, I think it's more about the pitcher than the hitter. You know, all these guys can hit home runs. Yeah. Um, but like you, like like Pete and his guy, they have like a they had the overlay. A, I think they showed last year, and everything that, was just like right puts, over the middle. He puts it right, right in the same place every single time. You know, so. Yeah, and whenever you're as strong as Pete is, like all he's got to do is just hit it on the barrel, and it's a home run, you know. And they've got the timing down. Um, it, it, he's really good, um, so he's going to be a tough one to dethrone, I think, because um, I, I think he's got some of the most power, like natural power, um, in the he's game. A big dude, he's got he's got a lot of weight. Big to, dude, to put dude. Is, I mean, ball. I mean, his nickname's the Polar Bear, you know. So I mean, he looks like a bear out there. Um, but you know, all these guys have a chance to win. You know, so I think it'll be, I, I think it'll be, um, I think it'll be a good, good homer derby. But I think I'm, I'm pulling, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling, uh, pulling for Schwarber. I think I want Schwarber to, 
I, I want Schwarber to win it. You the know, way he's a oh, lot go ahead, Courtney. Also, don't give um, Jose Ramirez. Oh man, yeah. I mean him all the time, obviously. And that guy, talk about when the ball hits the bat. I mean, I have not seen bigger and stronger home runs than from that guy. That guy's just a monster. And he's another one that I just feel like he doesn't get enough credit for how good he really is. Because he, yeah. can, you know, so it'll be interesting to see how he does in that environment. And Brock, you can maybe speak to this a little bit too from a White Sox perspective. I'm hoping that maybe he slumps after the home run derby a little bit and gives the Sox a little bit more room. So I hope he, I hope he goes far enough where maybe it messes with his swing a little bit. Maybe t tires him out a little bit. I, well, I just, I, I, you remember, was it last year or the year before Soto was kind of scuffling in the first half? And he, he, he was like, I think it's going to help my swing. And he, he went off in the second yep. half. So, you know, I think. Too, right? When he won. Yeah. I think he yeah, had a so, second half. I think it's hit or miss. I think some guys, you know, it might mess with them. Is, I mean, that's a lot of swings. Like a lot of swing swing. A, swinging a baseball bat that many times in that shorter, you know, in that short amount of time is it's, it's, it's a workout, you know, and, and, and they've turned and, it into a sprint. Like it used to be kind yeah. of like a marathon, I'd say. Yeah. Before they instituted that clock. And now even with, you know, they have a shorter clock now, I believe with the rounds. Yeah. And it's just like, those guys are up there hacking. It's almost like a speed drill. Yeah, you know, so yeah, you're talking about, you know, having the all-star break for rest and recovery. And then you got these guys just swinging yeah. probably, probably more than they've swung the entire year yeah. as far as like, you know, on the field. So, um, you know, I think it could go either way, but, you know, I think, you know, more recently it's, it's, it's more so locked guys in than, than anything else. So you, your White Sox might be in trouble there with, with Jose. <laughs> just add, add it to the list, Brock. Add it to the yeah. list. <laughs> yeah. Add it to the list. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I mean, like David used to always, people used to get wary of him entering the home run derby and it, what he did it in 2015. And then he, he retired in 2016 on one of the hottest year or not hottest year, but like, yeah. I mean, he went out on top. It's not messing up. Yeah, he, he has. No, he, no, he didn't. I, I think we've talked about it. I think either I talked about it on this podcast or, or the one with, uh, with Steve, but like his last David Ortiz's last year was a joke. Like everyone was like, why is he retiring? Because yeah. I mean, he, he had like 40 something doubles. He had like 320, 330, like 100 RBIs. Um, but like he was just. He I went mean, out he, a legend. Went out a legend. Well, and it would take him all day to just get, get ready. ready to play the game, man. Like yep. it just what he's, I mean, how, how many, you know, games he's played, how long he's played. Like his body, you know, your body can only, it can only take so much. And like it was, it was all he could do to get ready to play the game, you know, that night. And, I mean, he did it, you know, and he went out, like you said, on top. I mean, led the league in doubles, and, you know, I think he still hit 30 home runs and drove in 100. And, um, but Even with legs that were probably like half the strength that they were when he was a young buck. Yeah, absolutely. But, so, legend of the game, CBA this year, they institute that the commissioner can pick two legends to put into the all-star game. Courtney, what are your thoughts on that? I love it. Um, I'm a huge Miguel Cabrera fan, always have been. 
That man is phenomenal. He's a freaking nature. He deserves the nod. Same with Pujols. I'm all for it. Completely agree. I mean, it, how the whole point we were just saying, it's to market baseball. Yeah. And the best way to market the game is, I mean, especially to the 20-year-olds like myself, is you do the nostalgia factor and you just throw yeah. in the guys that you watched yeah. growing up. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, the All-Star game is for the fans. It's for, you know, it's it's for trying to grow the game and, and you know, you want guys like that in the game. And, um, you know, change is good, you know. A lot of people don't like change, but change is good. And it can, it can, help, it can help grow the game. It can help, you know, and I, I, I'm all for it too. I mean, having Pujols and, and you know, especially Pujols being his last year and, and Miguel Cabrera just getting his 3,000th hit, you know. I mean, that's, that's cool. Those guys deserve to be there. And, um, you know, I'm sure nobody's going to be – be mad that they are there, you know, especially yeah. when like, I mean, like when you, when you roll the highlight reel five years from now, when they get inducted into the hall of fame, it's most likely going to be a moment of them, you know, coming out onto the field during the all-star game, getting their, their hat tip from the crowd and everything and getting their send off. So I, you can't hate it. I mean, have there been any players or have you heard from any players that have kind of pushed back on it saying like, Hey, like that's a roster spot I could have had. No, I haven't. I haven't. And I don't know, like, I mean, does it take a roster spot? I mean, I don't. I don't think it does. I, I don't think they would. Expanded. Like who? Like who cares? Like just right. add another extra guy. It doesn't matter. You know, like I, I, I love. Like I love the fact that they took the the winner of the game gets home field advantage. Like I, I hated that. Like you know, I I, I used to like that, and that's me being I a mean, dumb it, fan. It, but. Well, it meant it meant meant more. Like the game meant more, but like. It kind of takes the bat out of the hand of like a really good like 2018 Red Sox. Had you yeah. guys lost home field advantage on that? I mean that that would have sucked, especially well, that's what because I'm saying. It's, it's like you you play 162 games for a reason, you know. Like the the regular season should count, you know. It's like if I have a better record overall, then you know I should. It makes I, sense. I should I should get rewarded for that. Yeah. Um, so I, I and I I think I I. I Every player I ever talked to hated the, you know, hated the all-star game winner gets home field advantage. You know, I think it's always should have been best record. And um, so I like that fact. And now that it, the all-star game really doesn't have any, you know, meaning, meaning like that, like you can, you can do whatever you want, you know, so just make it, make it as fun as possible. Um, have got, yeah, have add legends, you know, do whatever you want, you know, the mic'd up stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, so to be more fan, more fan friendly, and like like you said, everyone's trying to grow the game and and make it better. And you know, I think the All Star Game is is one time where more people are watching. You know, yeah. so you know, you do what you can during the you know during that short period of time to maybe steer some people onto the game and and, and turn some turn some people into baseball fans. Yeah, with with marketing it, like we say, All Star Weekend. And, and like this kind of like I'm I'm bringing this up just because we were talking about like marking the game as much as possible and getting the spotlight on baseball as much as possible. Why Monday Tuesday? Why? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I yeah. You do your futures game on Saturday. You do your celebrity softball game on Sunday, and then you you choose to put everything else on Monday and tu- and Tuesday night. Not even Monday night for the yeah the primetime game. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why it is when it is um, possible to give guys what you were saying, Brock, maybe a few days extra rest Wednesday, Thursday, you know, maybe, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, possibly. Um, possibly. I don't know why they schedule it the way they do. I mean, I guess you could, 
I mean, I guess, you know, you, you know, you try and in the, in the first half, you know, you, you, you schedule it out to have these series in, but I mean, you could, you could end a series on a, a Wednesday and then play the game, you know, have home run derby on Friday night, all-star game Saturday. And then, you know, I mean, you could schedule it differently, but I've, I've uh, never been a part of scheduling, you know, 30 different teams for 162 games but I feel like there's something that you can work out in that like, just to make sure that, yeah. that, you know, all-star game, Sunday night, home run derby, Saturday night. It's yeah. Like- well, there's the, the, the schedule's a whole, that's a whole nother issue. Like there, there's a lot of things that they can do better with, with the schedule for a lot of teams. Like, I mean, there'll be stretches when you have one day off in 40 days, and then you have a stretch where you play uh, off day, play a two game series off day, play a three game series off day. So it's like, what's, what are we doing? Like, why couldn't we have put an off day in the middle of the 40-game stretch, you know? So, like, scheduling is an issue, too, I think. Um, that's just a – that's. Another, I mean, I would imagine whole, that's, that's like a whole marketing thing and just broadcast rights I, and everything that I, would give I me think a headache. It I think it is, but it's like some sometimes – I mean, that's I mean that's a big deal, you know? That, that can make or break some, sometimes, you know. I, hey, the Red Sox are living that right now. It's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. So um, – yeah, that's a that's a whole that's a whole nother another issue, I guess, for another another podcast. Yeah. So quick proposal. And I've I've been beating this drum for a while. This is one of my again, dumb fan idea. Uh rolling the the Hall of Fame weekend into All Star Weekend. And that you somehow incorporate and, and maybe maybe this takes the form of you host the All Star game every year in Cooperstown. You'd make that into like a little like baseball destination, even more so. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I but I think I think the the you know being at the you know different parks every year I think is a is kind of a it's know, a cool aspect. A, but then you wind up in cool Cincinnati. And- well, you wind up in Cincinnati, but like I mean, then we talk about you know when we talk about um, rest and recovery and travel and stuff. Like you got guys on the East Coast that you know they're having to go to LA now, so that's. I mean, that's pretty much a whole day, you know, taken away if you're traveling. So you know, somewhere center of the center of the U.S. Six-hour flight. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but um, yeah, I don't think that's a big part because I think most of these guys get, you know, when I when I uh, when I went, I was just on a commercial flight to to Cincinnati. You know, I was the only one, so so no one were no one splurged on, on me to get me a you know get me a plane. But you know, I think some of these guys now are. You know, if, if the team doesn't provide a, a private plane, I think most of these guys have enough money. They're to, tapping out or they're just yeah, buying them. No, I think most of these guys have enough money. I mean, and especially if you've got, a you know, three or four guys on the team, you know, you can you can splurge a little bit and spend some spend some money to, to get a private jet, make travel a little bit easier. But a, a business standpoint, think of all the money that, you know, this the All-Star Games bringing into these cities, you know, a city like yeah. Cincinnati, I mean, that's huge to host an event like that. So. Yeah. In LA, it doesn't really matter, but Cincinnati—that's gigantic. So yeah, yeah, and I think the change of scenery is good. You know, I think you know, guys, you're going to show off different ballparks um, yep. to people. So um, I think that I think I think that's a that's a especially cool thing. for the home run derby because that always like I mean that creates a debate in its own. It's just like, well, is this a hitter's park? How are they going to do this year? Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. In Colorado last year, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Very hitter friendly. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. So last, we're going to, we're going to end it on this. Uh, I want MVP all-star game home run derby winner. And I mean, we kind of 
Brock, you kind of gave your home run derby winner a little bit. Yeah. But um, and then All Star Game winner, who's going to take it home? Courtney, I'll let you go first. All right, MVP, Mr. Otani. How can you? How can you? How can you go wrong? Um, I'll give my nod to Jose Ramirez representing the AL Central well, and of course, American League's got to win. I'm an American League girl. All right. Yep. I like those picks. Um, I'm going Schwarber, you know, Schwarber for the home run derby. I'm going to give the MVP to Mookie Betts at his home, at his home park. You took mine. Uh, <laughs> yep. I'm going to give Mookie Betts the, the MVP. So don't let me down Mook. And then um, I guess the national league's got to win now. Cause I, cause I picked Mookie as, a, <laughs> as, as the MVP. Yeah, so, I, so I'll go national. I'll go national league. There's Man, never been an like, example I feel of like, a, I feel like American player, League, right? Yeah, I feel MVP? like I feel like American League always wins. So yeah. um, let's let's go National League. Mookie Betts, Kyle Schwarber. National League strong this year. So I yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to go out of order. I got to go in the same order of you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and say Pete Alonso takes it home this year. Goes for the three Pete, pun intended. <laughs> um, we're gonna see. You took Mookie from me. <laughs> I mean, you 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 can go Mookie too. I, mean. I don't I don't want to repeat. I'll go Devers. There you okay, go. I, Devers, I like Devers. I like the Devers pick. Devers MVP. AL takes it. I want to go NL because I think the NL is a stronger roster this year. But AL takes it just because I want to see Devi. I want to see him win that MVP. You know, start, I love Devers. I love Build Devers, up that man. resume. Build pay up that man. resume. Pay, get him Pay paid. the man. Pay exactly. The man. Hey, Poppy was saying it yesterday. Got to, dude. You got to keep Devers. You have to keep Bogey. You have what to. Do you, if, you, if you were... If you were John Henry right now, I'd pay. I'd pay both of them whatever they wanted. Okay, so blank check. It's not blank my check. money. It's not my it's half not a billion? My money, man. Half a billion. I'd, I'd pay them whatever they wanted. It's not All my right. money, you know. But I, I get it. It's a business. But like, you know, Devers obviously deserves what he's what he's get what he's getting. Oh my god. Bo, Bogey Bogey is the face of the Red Sox right now, in my opinion. Like, you can't take him out. Yeah, you, know, you know, the last few years you've gotten rid of Mookie. You've gotten rid of you know you've gotten rid of guys like Benny. Um, there's been a lot of turnover. Um, Bogey's been the constant. Um, he plays every single day, shortstop. Um, he puts up numbers every single year. Um, you know, obviously, like, yeah, he's getting older. Um, is he going to continue to put up those numbers? I don't know. I mean, I mean he, he's barely regressed. He's, he's shown regression, exactly. but it's, I mean, but, but he's like, still producing. He, he's so important for that team, and to, to be able to plug him in at shortstop every single day. I mean, like I, you know, part of the reason why I'm, I'm probably not playing anymore is because like people thought I couldn't play short. Like teams didn't think I could play shortstop because I never got an opportunity to play shortstop because Bogey played 100, 158 games, you know, and I, I, the occasional game I'd get thrown out at short, you know, and shortstop's the hardest position on the field in my opinion. Like, especially you when you're play, not playing it continuously. If you don't play it, you don't play it. And then, I, and then I went to, um, uh, from there, I went to uh, – I never – I didn't play – I mean, Milwaukee doesn't really count. I, I was in and out of there pretty quick. And then Nationals Rangers. had turn, Nationals had Trey Turner. Nationals, Rangers, Trey, and then – Trey Turner, like Trey Turner played every single day. Um, <laughs> and then uh, with the Rangers, all I did was play third. Okay. But, um, I mean, the majority of my career was spent with the Red Sox, and uh, Bogey played every single day. And it's so impressive to, to, to post up and, and – and man the position. I mean, it's it's a physically demanding position, and he's a big he's a big man. And um, not not to mention, like obviously, Heim Bloom and, and the Red Sox ownership—they're going after this whole you know 
rebuild type thing while also trying to compete. And it, Marcelo Meyer is the guy that I want to see come up to the bigs. And, you know, ultimately he would have to supersede Xander. But I would love to see Xander kind of coach him up. Like that's yeah. a, that's a perfect opportunity to just keep someone in the organization that knows the organization, that knows what it's like to play in Boston and, you know, get his fair share he's of criticism. Won. He's won. He's been successful. He knows how to play. Like, like places like Boston, like they're, they're, it's not easy to just find someone to be able to come in and, and, and be successful. And Bogarts grew up in the organization. And um, for me, it's just like, there's, there's just, it's, it's hard to, you know, the business side, the, the relationship side, whatever, but um, there's, there's just not as much thought put into guys staying in one place, um, you know, their entire careers, you know, and I think yep. that's a really cool thing to be able to say, um, especially in a place like Boston. Um, like, I mean, Bogart's got drafted as a, what, 16-year-old, or got signed as a 16-year-old from Aruba, and now he's 30, 31 years old. He's won two World Series, right? Two World Series, took a hometown uh, discount. Yeah, he's already taken a hometown discount. Like, he's played short every single day for you for the last eight years, nine years. Like, he, to me, he's he's kind of the face of of the team, and, you know, you kind of, you know, Devers, I, I believe Devers is who he is because of Bogarts. Um, really, I, I I I don't disagree with that at all. I know, like uh, they're Devers, on the same side of the field. You Devers, have to have Devers, that type of chemistry. Devers would have been great anywhere, but I feel like the relationship he has with Bogarts and getting to watch Bogarts every single day, uh, post up and play, play hurt, grind, grind at bats, grind. You know, whenever you're not feeling like playing, Bogarts is in there. Um, like I feel like it's it made Devers the, the the type of player he is. So like you can't you can't uh, for me that's going to be a tough one if if Bogey yeah. if, Bo, if Bogey oh. if Bogey leaves. Uh, that's hey, I I wear my heart on my sleeve when when I'm when I'm at Fenway, which kind of it can get me into trouble in the when I do the press box stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, that's going to kill me. It, it legitimately yeah. like the Mookie thing. It hurt, but if we lose Xander, that's going to kill me. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm I, glad. I feel, I'm glad everyone's beating the drum. You, Poppy, every. I think you're going to see he, more people yeah. come out of the woodworks and just say like he deserves it. Yeah, he does, man. He's a, like he's just a good, good dude, good player. Like great player, not good player. He's a great, great. player, great, um, great, great teammate, and he plays shortstop every single day. You yeah. know, that's yeah. that's um, not many people can do that and put yeah. up the numbers that he's he's put up. So. I'm I'm all for it, Bogey. I love you, <laughs> I Courtney. Do you want to finish us out with anything forever. with the White Sox before we 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 just made you sit through the, us just I doing our the, little yeah. group session there? Um, no, I just you know the White Sox beat the Twins yesterday. Uh, we'll Congrats! Huge four game series uh, this weekend, obviously, and you know I, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I've literally said this ten times this year that maybe they turned the corner. Hey, if the Orioles can do it, so can the White Sox. And and the Mariners. Orioles, Mariners, they're all streaking right now. Let's go. Wild card's going to be fun. White Sox are, are as talented as anyone. So you yeah. would think that something one, one two guys start clicking. That's you, it. You would think, you would think that, that, that they, could, they could go on a little run. So You would hope. I mean, they yeah. were projected to win, you know, 93 games this year. Not that that means anything, as you know, but they are talented. We all know that. Very talented. 
Let's go. <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap it up. Thank you, Brock, for joining us. Courtney, thank you as always for joining us. And that's, that's the episode.